We've been lied to our whole life. When you start feeling hungry, that's not hunger. You don't have natural hunger like that. All humans eat is light, photons. The plants are light. Everything is literally light. Once you understand that, you understand that we need to charge, not fill ourselves. We don't need food. We need charging. You can literally charge by touching trees or grounding on the earth. Now, like I was saying, when you feel hunger, that's your body starting to eat off those things that are filling your lymph nodes and cancers and tumors. And you need to allow that to happen. That's why fasting is so important. Fast for a whole day. If you can fast for three days straight on just water, every cell in your body will regenerate. I remember telling my parents, I'm an alien. I'm not from this planet. You guys know that. <laughs> and they would kind of laugh. I was like, guys, I'm serious. I'm not from here. This planet makes no sense. Everybody, a grand rising to all, and welcome to another Rise TV. Hope everybody's doing great out there. We are here to unlock those I3 superpowers, imagination, inspiration, intuition, to go interstellar, to have that inside explosion, and to really start to awaken what's inside, right? This is where we truly live, who we truly are. So that's what we're here to do. We have an amazing galactic super show with you for you today. We are going to have two of the three guests uh, with us today because uh, Akura couldn't make it today. I mean, she may pop in. There's, there is a chance, but um, we're going to run with the two. We're going to have an amazing show. We're going to answer a lot of questions. Um, we do have live chat boards. So hey. Be one of the... <laughs> <laughs> One of the part of the the He's crew here. Background. That's how you tell it's green. Screen. Yes, that's right. <laughs> he doesn't have his pyramid. Yes. Sorry, Jared. So uh, we are very excited to bring that for you. Uh, I am Greg Schumacher, the visionary, and uh, your MC for the day. We also have the Queen of Dreams, the natural nurse, the Zen LPN. Victoria Schumacher, how are you, Victoria? Uh, doing much better than yesterday. <laughs> yeah, she was a bit I'm under here. the weather. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Yes. Happy Sunday. Yes, happy Sunday. And we also have the traveling motivational speaker, teacher of manifestation, and cosmic human design coach, light him up, Mr. Kenyon. 
Jaron Kenyon, how are you, Jaron? So good to be here. It's been a year and a half since I've been in studio, so this is awesome. I was just saying, I think we've done like, I don't know, I've probably done maybe 250 or 300 episodes. Yeah. I think uh, only five or so. Good to be here, and welcome, family of light. Thank you for being here with us again today. And we love that intro about light, huh? Light is information, darkness is lack of information, and the light is happening, it's increasing, but it's not just going to happen to you, it's also how much you are receiving it and how much you are willing to go to the new, the fresh, the higher, the more pure you. Are you willing to do so? Because that's what Rise is all about, and we are here to rise together as a family, as a group, and everybody matters. So you matter, and we appreciate you, and I am pumped be in studio today that's for sure i'm getting used to the to the scenery everybody i gotta look up <laughs> look down there we go there's, there's a lot of tvs to look at so <laughs> you gotta figure out where you want to look <laughs> he said it's like being inside of a spaceship here so yeah. a little bit. <laughs> all right excellent thank you jaron and uh yes let's intro in our guest um and we also have rubia lacerada uh she's an octarian channeler psychic mentor ascension teacher founder of You Are the Oracle Mystery School and uh, expand it to your next level of impact, wealth, and freedom. So we have some excellent, amazing returning guests with us today. Let's bring them on in. Welcome to the show. How are, how is everybody? Uh, first, Rubia, how are you? Hello, I'm going very well, thank you. Um, it's midnight here. My cat's confused as to why I'm <laughs> why <you're> up. up. <laughs> That's yes. so funny. Well, we thank you for uh, spending another midnight with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. And um, I know it's not easy, but uh, it's so fun to, to be able to connect uh, worldwide um, and have these type of conversations. So we really appreciate you. Doing great. Thank you. It's a little bit easier for me. It's 4 p.m. in the afternoon, so not too bad here. <laughs> yes, absolutely. 4 p.m. is a little bit better than midnight, <laughs> unless you're like one of those people that can't sleep. You know, those people that post all the time, like, who else has got insomnia at 2 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> and they're looking for uh, their, their crew out there who can't sleep um, so we have quite an interesting uh, time on the planet right now uh, I think people are really even the people that are out there as light workers people out there that are um, you know truth workers um, you know people that are ascending quickly in this time um, they're even feeling like this crazy energy uh, a time where it's very um, um polarity a lot of polarity on earth uh, a lot of things that are people are arguing over that really have i don't know why we're arguing over these some of these uh subjects you know we got to come to get dressed for what's going on right now on the planet um althea let's start with you first Damn. okay <laughs> yeah so basically it's been quite intense especially in the last few months what i channeled and saw was during um may what actually happened is there's been a a, a polarizing integration of a lot of soul fragments that have come back to the people so it's almost like people have been reintegrating parts of selves and through that they've been um releasing layers shedding letting go and kind of like stepping into 
uh, a higher alignment for themselves. But through that, they've been having to let go of things that don't serve them anymore. So a lot of relationships could have come to an end, a lot of job um, direction changes and things like that. So that was kind of like May towards the end of May. June was a little bit of a recalibration. I did find this last full moon particular ascension symptoms for a lot of people, a lot of clearing again through the sinuses, um, a lot of tiredness, dizziness, um, also kind of like, you know, this 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 confusion um into moving forward so i think that on kind of like a more um shortened amount of time is what i've picked up energetically and what i've seen um a lot of people also reevaluating certain choices as well as they move forward i think there is a general mass need to ground on a collective mm. level and i think um you know some people are struggling a little bit because they're not really grounding enough so you know coming back to center coming back to the now coming back to the present moment will definitely help navigate these shifts and you know this 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 vibration and this this high level integration of information that is coming through as well a lot um in the past few months from what i've seen yeah, very interesting. And you know how like they on the commercials for a, a pharmaceutical drug where it tells you all the side effects, like you're, you're listing the side effects. I'm like, yeah, I had that one. I had that one. I had that one. <laughs> so like, yeah, I felt a lot of this stuff throughout the year. And like, you know, I I'm pretty good with with my health and my body. I'm very in tune. So when I get things that come out of nowhere, and I'm like, why did this? Why am I all of a sudden all stuffed up? What's going on here? You know, I, I noticed that it's probably energy that's going on, right? There's shifting going on. On, there's upgrades going on so a lot of things are attacking uh the body and, and and just adjusting you and when you adjust you're going to have these immune system responses so i've certainly been feeling a lot of that stuff and, and in, including seeing a lot of people changing jobs a lot of people um changing relationships i've seen a lot of this stuff so it's going on selfishly We're, we've been taught this it's, it's been programmed into us but when we start to try to live the other way get to that part, it's going to be quite an adjustment and it's going to shift a lot of things in, in different directions. So I'm seeing a lot of that. Um, Rubia, you want to play off of that a little bit and what you're seeing out there and how you're feeling uh, over this past uh, maybe six months or so? Um, loved everything that you guys shared and totally agree. And what I have noticed a lot, we've been talking about ascension, um, you know, let's let's anchor in new earth, 5D realities into this reality. And we've been talking a lot about that for the last few years. And I noticed that this year, and especially in the last few weeks, um, we are being really, really tested. Okay, this is what you this is what you're calling in, this is what you want. So you are gonna be tested on like maybe I have to check in if I can do that because it's being energetically has been so intense and something that um, Althea mentioned about the grounding. I haven't been grounding and can you imagine as a channel not being grounding and some of the things that I am, I, I noted that I didn't know that I wasn't walking my talk but when it comes to really deep self-care because mm. the energies are so intense and I think I didn't take that as seriously so for me, it has been spending a lot of time in nature that I haven't spent before because yeah, the it's it's all happening. And it's because what we've been calling in is it's coming in. But in order for us to get what we are calling in, we have to really be walking the talk. And like you said, we we get to live pretty toxic lives. So I've been so 
focused on this mission of support. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been really, really interesting. And I find that something that I probably mentioned on the last show, like what, what are we doing on a personal level? It really is have on a individual level is having a really deep um, effect on the collective. And we are being calling forth, right? Okay, so show up, uh, walk your talk, go through your own experiences of ascension as well and share that. Because I find that sometimes with some leaders, we we tend to, uh, there's a little bit of perfectionism. I leave to show everyone that I've got my, you know, my stuff together all the time. Obviously that's not true because we're still human. Um, so showing that as well so that people can, you know, people can resonate and they can say, okay, we are all in this together. Yeah, great stuff there and absolutely agree. Um... You know, and it, grounding is, is huge, um, and we don't do enough. <laughs> I'm not going to go out and barefoot uh, and walk around in the woods or something. Um, so we have, uh, you know, our own uh, challenges of getting ourselves balanced. And really, it's, it's, we, we get so imbalanced in the world. You just go through the world on a daily basis, go to the store, wherever, and you're just you're picking up on people's auras as well. You're walking through these energy fields, right? And you're walking through, you know, these stores that you know are lit with these terrible lighting, and and they're just you know they're just environments that don't say human, right? They're just very consumerist, you know. So it's a very interesting world we live in, and we get ourselves all imbalanced using our phones and being in Wi-Fi and being in these houses that are square boxes, you know, not sound machines. And so we need a lot of uh, 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 those kind of activities of going out and balancing ourselves to for giving my own unique perspective. <clears throat> Let's recognize there are collective themes, you know, there's collective energy. I like I call it the weather. If it's going to rain, we're all going to notice, we're all going to get wet. If the sun is out, we're out in the sun. So we are subject to energy, but at the same time, it's a unique experience. And I think for all of you out there, I would say that I would intuit that it's picked up to where you know how you could kind of be in the awakening ascension energy where your your perspective and what's going on you're able to feel into it and and intuit it and maybe get excited by it and then you go back and you're back into your other stuff and you're you know you got that other identity and then you might shut it off you know now i think those of us that are on this threshold are more and more recognizing the 24 7 all the time awakening you know the reflection is in the mirror you and your purpose and your mission that subconsciously you may not be aware of but even consciously you may have been on for a long time and it's like hey give it attention because remember your prime gift truly is attention attention of consciousness through this game through this body into the experience you know so we're kind of being pushed and nudged a little to live it fully and in that living isn't just the positives it's also what needs to be cleared out what do I need to transform, right? We always say it here, transform versus change. Change was fine. A lot of people make changes uh, and it not, doesn't change the actual, you know, the characters may change, the situations may relatively change, but you got the same patterns going on. Now we're being called to transform, you know? And I think any little elements that may be way, way out of whack that we could deal with and manage before maybe are starting to say, hey, you got to, you're not aligning to anymore. And in that takes courage and faith. And last thing I'll say for me is, you know, on a personal level, I viewed like mid-May to mid-June as this expansion exhale, you know, period for me, like where long-term manifestations are 
in their next step and it's time to express it's time to deliver the art it's time to go and it feels light and it feels amazing and you're like oh i'm here i'm there i made it and then i've noticed the last three or four weeks being like whoa contraction period lots going on maybe a little chaos but a lot of friction a lot of um noticing the polarity <laughs> definitely seeing the two worlds at once and uh but being challenged myself to have to do the practices to have to ground to have to um, embrace really every moment that's going on and not really look at the appearances of what i may think of like this is appearing bad this is appearing stalled i need to mostly raise my energy up and i need to mostly stay true to who i really am and not give in to the patterns of coping or trying to make people happy or overdoing myself or feeling like I can't make mistakes. I've made a lot of mistakes the last few weeks, had a lot of challenges as well too. So that's kind of my perspective. But I will say, starting like two days ago, I started to notice, I think it was Friday, started to notice 7-7. Uh, started to say, whoa, wow, look what's popping in now. Look what's becoming visible, like big time manifestations in a web. I'm like, hey, so just all that energy you put out in the past, here it comes. All this energy, here it comes. It's interconnected, here it comes. And I say this in relative to your own experience, your own goals, your own growth. Notice it. Notice the positives and be grateful. And when you're in the negatives, hey, there's something there for you. It's not just happening because it's something in to out. I need to ground. I need space. I got to get my body moving. I'm not exercising enough maybe. Maybe I've been eating a little bit too shitty food and I need to turn that around. It's a variety of things. Mm, for sure. Um, yeah, when we talk about uh, what we just passed, like Friday, Saturday, right? The 777 portal, they, they, they say it is. And then they said Saturday was also a big day. Um, what do you guys know about this uh, 777 portal? Uh, any, any comments there? Uh, what are you thinking? Any of you? Yes, volunteers? <laughs> Pick. Um, yeah, for me, so I, for me, the way it works in my system and how I work energetically is that I'll actually pick it up a few days before. So then when the portal itself is happening, I can be solid to hold space on a collective level. Um, so whether it's like, so I felt the astral space very active. Um, so a lot happening in the dream realm, a lot happening on a subconscious level, but also a lot happening on a physical level. Um, so for me, when I feel like there's a lot integrated and coming through, I'll maybe get sometimes like um, palpitations or I'll feel kind of like almost like my light body starts getting activated in my sleep. Um, and again, as we said, you know, needing to ground more, to anchor more, to be more present, to be more in the moment. Um, so the way how I understand that these portals work is not really like, a, you know, a big portal above earth, but it's actually where, you know, you have the ley lines, which is the energetic lines of the grid of the earth cross. There is a pocket of energy which opens up and um, energy comes in and out. And with any portal, um, you know, it is what you make of it. So it's your vibration. It's your frequency. You can harness it to um, a high vibrational frequency for your best alignment for, you know, whatever to the individual. There is, you know, a general theme like Jaren was saying, you know, there's kind of like this theme like it's raining. Everyone notices that it's raining. But then on an individual level, there's your own personal experience and how you choose to access the vibrational frequency of the portal and how you choose to use it um, in the best way that is possible for you. So it's really, you know, an infinite realm of possibility whenever these portals occur. It's, it's, it's a very, very powerful space to manifest, to be present, to release, to let go um, and whatnot. So this is kind of like my experience and how I work with them. All right. I'll tell you, that sounds great. And, um, you know, 
I, I certainly have felt uh, it felt like it, a couple of days before I either get a little sick or a little something. I feel a little down um, before there's some someone saying that there's a big energy coming. Um, so uh, this happened this week. Um, it was actually I think it was Wednesday. Um, was it Wednesday or Tuesday? Wednesday, whatever the day you said that because I, I do seem to to catch it before. And then Victoria yesterday wasn't feeling good. So it was interesting right on the day like or right close to the day. So pretty interesting here how we can keep track of this stuff and watch it and see what's going on there. Um, Rubia, do you have any, um, you know, any feelings on, you know, days and times of the uh, of the year, the moon or the seven, seven portal, those type of things? Um, all, all that you guys shared, I re that really resonates and it's so interesting because for a period of time, I was on such a mission that I said, nothing can distract me that I would disconnect a little bit from like, you know, sometimes I'll be like, okay, there's something people are talking about Mercury retrograde. Don't, don't listen, like don't, don't get too caught up on it, but I would still notice that things would happen. And this seven, seven portal, I am, um, that I am more service and gosh I wish I didn't do that okay everything happens for a reason but I did I wish I didn't do that around the 77 portal <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it's just really shown me like to have more reverence for the astros and for the for the astrology for all that is happening in the energies that how it is affecting our energy and the collective and I feel like this this portal wow what a huge huge portal it's like we i feel like almost like we've literally uh have walked into a um more upgraded version of earth and i've never i know so many um light leaders like all of us i've never heard so many of us simultaneously speaking about what we are going through on all levels emotional mental spiritual and physical every like it seems like everyone is going through something and it's that the, almost like the, the energies are more, the astral energies are more alive, which means that our psychic abilities, our abilities to connect are even, even more heightened. Um, so yeah, it's, it's being, it's being a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm seeing it all over, um, all over earth, all over the place. Um, you know, and you know, the more and more I see, you know, all of these videos out there too of people just presenting truths or presenting uh research that looks really interesting and cool about like things from the past and what's this and how was this done and they're getting more and more i think revealing things as we move into this new earth um so it's looking really interesting as we're moving forward to unlo unlock some of these things that you know, maybe free energy, maybe uh, flying cars, whatever it might be. We're unlocking things, it seems, as well. And then uh, we'll get to more exciting conversation here. So, all right. Music up and going. All right. Rise TV is a barrier-breaking variety show about business and self-development and have human evolution with long-form conversation hosted by visionaries, educators, and entertainers, Jaron Kenyon, Victoria Schumacher, and Greg Schumacher with incredible world-class game changers of friends and guests that have included speakers, influencers, musicians, entrepreneurs, doctors, hypnotists, authors, artists, coaches, and beyond, maybe aliens as well. Our goal is to assist humanity in discovering their true potential and power, which is only from within. Through books, courses, schools, shows, seminars, summits, retreats, private coaching, and more, Team Rise will take you to your vision to a new frontier of quantum thrusting forward, a new way of living and co-creating on Earth. 
Vic's celebrating raw self-expression, investigating and tirelessly exploring all avenues of the truth. Victoria is also an ordained minister along with her husband. If you'd like, if you're getting married, maybe the both of us can marry you. Be fun. Uh, Jaron Kenyon, he's a manifesting generator in the Cosmic Human Design System. He's a traveling motivational speaker, teacher of manifestation, and believes cosmic human design is the internet of human beings. Jaron studied from a pilgrimage, pilgrimage to India with guru Dr. Palai. He then became a life mastery consultant through Mary Morrissey and Bob Proctor's organization. He also holds strong wisdom in quantum physics and Nikola Tesla mathematics. Jaron, as a coach, gives you lifelong tools to keep you ascending in your life with ease. Work privately with Jaron. Jaron at jaronkenyon.com. On to Jaron. For some reason, that intro just sounds better in person. God, you could just <laughs> feel it. No. Grass that you go to cosmichumandesign.com. You explore Rise Media TV. Get some insight on what Cosmic Human Design is and what it can do for you because it is your star map. You know, if you view yourself as a star, which you are, <laughs> a soul song that has a light. You want to see the unique patterns and the coding, what makes you uh, who you are and how you function with the cosmos. Love that cat there. Then check out um, Cosmic Human Design and look at that map because it's going to be very important for all of us to start to understand certain aspects of that. It really may take us to the next level on what? Being ourself. On second, coming from higher virtues, higher vibrations. Greg is a projector in that system. He's also a visionary leader and transformational business coach. And he brings clients directly to their inner, comes from a long lineage of inventors and innovators. And he continues the tradition with cutting edge ways of helping humanity. You can work with Greg privately or pick up one of his books at risemediatv.com. Of course, stay tuned for our segments. Greg will be doing the Greg Schumacher Experience. I'm going to be leading a manifestation moment, which I have no idea what it'll be yet. So let's stay tuned and see what that is. And Victoria will bring us into the climax. We know that's coming. And that will be at the Sunshine News at the end of the show. Although I hear we might have a little, little uh, light language today as well, yes. too, for an extra segment. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, last time we, uh, last time we had uh, Althea on. I, I will get her name right one of these. No times. H. I'll Say it without an H. I'll tell you. I have it written down in front of me. I'm sorry. I'll tell you. <laughs> it's one of my um, kryptonites. You know, I'm super to stay tuned uh, to the end for that. I'm sorry. I keep on turning my mics because we have uh, three people in the studio now. I think they were echoing a little bit when I had the mics up too loud. So they were catching each other. So I think that's what was going on, uh, on online. I know people were saying it was echoing a little bit. So I think I fixed that for you. Um, but yes, we're going to do a little light language session at the end. All right, quickly. Um, we do something called School of Ohm. That's on Wednesday nights. It's totally free. It's a lot of fun. It's about an hour long, and it's a co-meditation, co-manifestation for Earth. So we do a lot of great uh, uh, conversations, and also we do exercises for building our internal uh, compass, for um, bringing out... Uh, co-manifestation to bring in the new earth. So we do a lot of really awesome things. We have a lot of fun with it. So those are excellente. And we also have our Rise Code, me and Jaren, uh, co-authoring a book here. Uh, the Rise Code is coming out shortly. Um, it is going to be an amazing nine steps to ascension. A lot of really cool um, graphics along with words. 
and uh, you can go check out the trailer and check out uh, what it's all about. And you can pre-order if you'd like on risemediatv.com slash the rise code. We thank everybody who's pre-ordered. Um, it is taking a little longer than we expected, but it will be out uh, shortly and uh, you can enjoy it and you can put it right on your, uh, on your um, you know, living room stand so everybody can take a look at it when they're sitting there waiting for you to get ready or something. <laughs> and they can, go, they can ascend while you're sitting, they're sitting there getting, waiting for you to put your makeup on or something. Wow. <laughs> Good visual. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about our guests here and where you can... Multi-dimensional grid worker, Pleiadian rainbow princess. I want to talk a little bit about the Pleiadians, um, but you can find her on Linktree. Um, in the description below, you can click on it and rumble. And let me just bring up her link tree here. Do, 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 do. There we go. All right. There's her link tree. She's got workshops, master classes, stores. Um, she's all kinds of stuff. Websites, uh, six-week uh, Ascension program. Um, you want to talk a little bit about what you do and what you offer clients? Yes, sure. So I offer different programs. So my six week and six month ascension program, I basically train you to become a light worker and an energy worker. It's very complete. We do Akashic clearings. Um, we go in, we do trauma release. I also work a lot. We have a mentorship that's starting in August um, for people who want to start their own spiritual business, how to anchor into abundance, the energetics behind it, how to use social media and all those kind of aspects there as well. Um, I do host also online live retreats so the next one is on the 22nd of july um and then i do light language clearings um akasha clearings um i do some coaching as well so i generally just help people become a better version of themselves so whatever that means for them um from an energetic perspective i will help and assist i work with a lot of people that have been moving through trauma who have just come out of trauma um as well and then i also do specific coding um for images and things like that so let's say you need something that will assist you, you know, with grounding or with opening up your heart center or with releasing any sexual trauma or anything like that. So I do a lot of instant clearing past, present, parallel and future lifetimes. If there's any traumas there that need to be released, any patterns, um, you know, there or programs that are blocking them from navigating um, their life in a higher alignment, then I can help with that as well. But I would generally say that the most popular would be my six week or six month programs um, that I take people through. That sounds great. Excellent stuff. And uh, in the preview video, we saw you, um, you know, holding people in your arms and actually, you know, helping heal them. Um, you know, what are you doing right there? Um, you know, you're kind of touching her head and you're kind of putting her into your yourself and, and you're, you know, comforting them. But what are you doing there, um, uh, you know, in, in the healing process? Um, so in that video, we were actually practicing. So I'm also a certified hypnotherapist, NLP and mesmerizing. We're just oh. doing the hypnosis and mesmerization. <laughs> and then my child yeah. just opened and I was like, okay. So then I started clearing her a little bit more as well. Um, so it was, it was a very beautiful and powerful moment, actually. So I'm very grateful that, that they were able to capture that. Yeah, that was excellent. And I'm glad to see that you're there healing people and helping people. And it's, it's a very, um, it's a challenging thing to do. Um, you know, we love to do it, but it also takes a lot of, out of ourselves to do it, you know, and, and really um, be able to, to give that kind of 
energy and focus on somebody and give a little bit of yourself. You know, I'm sure afterwards, sometimes you got to clear yourself from some of that. Uh, do you find that you, you catch some of that <laughs> from them? Um, I generally work in a pyramid, so um, whatever, I, I'm not at home right now, but mm -hmm. the, the, those of you who have, you know, followed me before and seen my work, I generally work, what I do is I don't really use anymore that much of my own personal energy, mm -hmm. like, especially if I'm doing maybe like seven to 10 clients in a day, I've got my team that assists me and the client's team as well. So in that way, I don't end up getting drained, exhausted, um, you know, after having to work on a client, obviously, I do use a little bit of my energy, but I mainly use um higher versions of myself uh, my team the 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 person that i'm working on their team as well so um i used to get very energetically drained um has my as my craft has evolved as i've evolved and i've integrated more soul fragments and aspects of myself my team has expanded my level of assistance has expanded and also the level of um kind of like healing that i can do and presence that i can hold on a collective level too has expanded. So let's say I'm doing a live, I've got 300 people on and I'm channeling for them. Um, the team that I have will is um, because of the strength of it. So um, that's kind of like how I work. I know people work in different ways, but for me, I'm at a point where um, I don't really use a lot of my own personal energy because it would not be very practical for me um, when I'm working you know, on a scale that I'm working at for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense. And um, yeah, I'm sure that, you know, you had to work through that, you had to kind of get wisdom through all, using that type of stuff and getting a team and all that stuff. So that's great stuff that you're able to, to, to keep that energy up. So excellent. Um, okay, on to Rubia, uh, La Sereda, I think, um, Arct an Arctanian channeler, <laughs> psychic mentor, Ascension teacher, founder of You Are the Oracle uh, mystery school and she talks about expanding into your next level of impact wealth and freedom um oh yeah i believe yes that is um the paradigm shift summit it's uh, australia's largest um um i always forget the word like holistic live event and they've been happening for about six years and I saw, I saw it a few, a few months ago and I looked at it. I was like, mm, I'm not, I'm not sure. And then a friend sent it to me. And then I saw it again, a friend, and I made a new friend and I went onto this person's website and I saw there, them on stage there a few years ago. I said, okay, universe, I get it. I applied to be on the, um, on it. And the, the, the organizer called me within 24 hours and said, wow. we have one spot left wow. and I'm pretty sure that's yours. Um, and yes, so it was fantastic. I love being on stage. I've always feel really comfortable, you know, publicly speaking and yes, that makes sense to you because it's, it seems a little bit confusing at times or a lot of the times. And, um, uh, then I channeled the Arcturians and it was very, very powerful when I was channeling them. A lot of people actually felt them and it saw them and it felt them working in their field. So it was super transformational great to be doing things in person again because yeah it's been a lot happening online um yes and the 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 there was a lot that happened that weekend we were taken through by someone else through a um, guided meditation and i literally felt like the whole place turned into a spaceship and we were inside of a spaceship so yeah it was pretty special Wow, that sounds amazing. Amazing time there. And uh, you can click on Rubia's links and you can go over to her website here. Um, 
Rubia, tell us a little bit about uh, what you offer clients and what you're doing out there right now. So it's interesting. I've taken time to rest for about 18 months. Um, and so I still have free activations on my website. And I also have a Facebook group with lots of activations that I've done in the past and lots of transmissions. Uh, but my website's still there, where is the free activation and work with me. I'm going to be reopening my my calendar to work with me from August. Um, and it's going back to that walk, walk your talk, right? Yes. Um, and yes, I, I support people with the, the reprogramming of the patterns, the beliefs and the programs that they have them create realities that are not so aligned. So not aligned to their soul, not aligned to what their soul truly chose to experience here on planet earth. And in my case, I, I use, I use my story as in, I was working a nine to five job that I was not happy about. Uh, for many, many years. And I really had to rebuild. Um, and also I channeled the Arcturians. So they speak through me and people can have a conversation with them and activations and healing. So really healing on a, on a deep level and transforming self so that we are not only, you know, living a, um, a more fulfilling life, but we are also supporting humanity at the highest by, by doing so. Um, so yeah, I do that through one-on-one sessions and also a program I'm currently running the, you are the Oracle mystery school. Uh, that one was, it's currently full, which is fantastic. Have a mm. beautiful group of people from all over the world. And, um, and yes, I'm going to be doing another program. Stay tuned for what's coming out because this new version of Rubia, there's new things coming. So from August, everything's going to be updated. Yeah. I could be changing things slightly you have to see because I'm currently happening because yeah, it's been so big for all of us. Wow. That sounds fantastic. And good luck on that August uh, explosion. <laughs> uh, great stuff. Um, I also did hear that uh, you said something about maybe getting invited on a very big podcast as well. Is that still in the works? Yes. And it's meant to, it's meant to uh, launch or to be released mid to end of July, it, there could be a little bit of a delay, but I was actually going to ask the person to uh, delay that to August as oh, well. Yes. Yeah, just so you <laughs> can have he that. did say, when I got interviewed, he said, Rubia, uh, get ready because when this launches, your life will never be the same. You're going to be very busy. You're going to get lots of inquiries. Um, yeah, so I am preparing for that as well. <laughs> Great. Well, that was why, why you need your rest right now. So get ready for yes. that. <laughs> yes. Uh, your gifts are very needed in this world right now, and we need that galactic help, right? And so it seems like right now, right, the, the galactic helpers are, are stepping up. They're really around the world here um, doing some great stuff. And, um, you know, the need for it is is excellent and it seems very popular right now. Everybody's kind of turning towards the galactic help. So great stuff. And, uh, Jaron, you talk a lot about the uh, uh, Cosmo, co the helpers from the cosmos as well. So you've been using that a lot lately everything everything and anything is consciousness and is there to assist the the uh the the cosmos functions organically holistically synergistically but you have to move beyond the matrix and you have to move beyond the ego for that to occur you have to realize that you're approaching jointly you and all of creation so the invisible the visible functioning in the true self and in harmony so for sure. And I'm just learning this to new levels, you know, for myself of what I thought I knew or felt I was connected to is 
starting to become more apparent and more visible and how simple it is um, to where you can almost see miracles, even small ones occur just with a little, a little moment, a little moment of recognition, a little moment of feeling, a little moment of intention, but not just personal intention, intention of you and the entirety of the cosmos. So there's so much out there to help you when you are what? You. <laughs> the real you, though, not the parasite consciousness of the ego, but the real you. And so I just want to say it's really wonderful to be here in studio yesterday, to be with you two. I mean, for us and for me and I know for all three of us, one of our major intentions is to, you know, connect with the real authentic risers, you know, the, us all recognizing that we are stronger together, it is more fun together, we make more impact together, and as we get ourselves whole and as we elevate within ourselves and we put ourselves out there, and we do this together, you know, we form the big shows, the big events, the worldwide experiences, the, the, the days of just an individual being a leader or an idol are going to go to, to an end. There will be several on stage. There are several leaders that function together, not in competition or not just to sell things, but in general wishes to ascend humanity and, 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 and the obviously personal ambition to live an amazing life and, you know, fulfill everything we came here to fulfill and that's what the two of you make me feel you know that's how I feel with the two of you and we have many like us but it's it's wonderful to have you on again and have you two connect because this is what it's all about and so even that you believe in calling in the helpers right from the cosmos or from you know different dimensions those type of things how would you go about that with with a client or with yourself um, let's start with Rubia first what do you think Rubia 100% and um, one of the processes that I take, uh, I talk about DNA pre-programming, basically state of healing. Um, I also call it quantum transformational breakthrough. So there is a technique that I use, which is the theta healing. And um, at the same time, being a channel and being quite psychic, things will flow. And I have other background, you know, counseling background, pranic healing background. So there's other things that come in. And one thing that's really amazing that happens is um, in a child healing, I do that as well. And most often when the inner child healing and past life healing as well. So self, which a lot of the times is one of their guides. So for me, one of my future selves, it's like an Arcturian being that's a few years in the future. So the person actual future self will come in and it's, you could call a future self. Some people call their guides, you know, we can use different names for the same being and literally that, that being that comes in. So for example, recently someone had a, uh, it, it was a, a fairy angelic being. It was very interesting because she was very angelic and fairy as well. And she came through and she said to me, I will do like, I can help with this process. And then she did a timeline healing for the person that was having the healing with me. So healed her childhood, the childhood specific trauma that came up. And then went all the way back to the past life that was connected to that as well. And I was witnessing and I was telling my, my beautiful client what was happening. So uh, like Althea mentioned earlier about having her team and I 100% back that the difference that it makes having a team to support you in the spiritual realm, it's... Uh, uh, it's so it makes things so much easier and not, not as taxing, especially in our physical body. Um, so they are definitely there. And I call in sometimes I go to bed and if I'm not feeling really well, 
I ask for the Arcturians to place me in the Arcturian healing chamber and to do whatever healing that it is needed throughout the night. And sometimes I instantly feel better and I start to fall asleep. Sometimes I don't, sometimes, but I wake up feeling so much better um, in the morning as well. So yes, love, love that. Wow, great stuff there. Uh, love it. And um, that's good advice for people out there who are going through, you know, tough times. Um, whether it, we have it right up on our screen there. And we talk about, you know, you were surrounded by yourself with a physical team, but the, 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 the team that is around us, our higher selves, our, our, our soul uh, people, family out there, um, calling upon them, you know, that type of thing. Uh, how would you go about that? So, yeah, first of all, I think it's really important to understand that there is something called the law of non-intervention. So unless you call on your guides, they can't help you. So, you know, a lot of my clients, maybe they come to me like, oh, but why are my guides not assisting me? Yeah, but are you asking them? So this is kind of like the basics. You know, we don't get taught energetics in school. We don't get taught these laws and how they work. So it's really important because a lot of people are not aware of this. So call them. I would suggest to call on through your throat chakra as well. So actually what I do is I wake up and I start speaking to my team straight away. Like I speak, I call on them every morning. So in fourth dimensional density, we're not in the fifth dimensional density as of just yet. We can have access to it, but we're still navigating the 3D um, and the 4D. So it's really important to be in a space where you can kind of like control and understand what is going on. And the more we heal ourselves, the more we integrate parts of ourselves, the more higher versions of selves can come through um, and assist us. So exactly like Rubio was saying, I've got a ninth dimensional Pleiadian version of myself that I work with and a 12th dimensional Mantis being version of myself that I work with as well. And these obviously only appeared after I started doing um, some work on myself and cleared and healed and integrated the soul fragment and the timeline, kind of like neutralized the timeline or integrated it um, so that they could be able to come and assist me. So I think the more uh, an individual heals themselves, um, the more access they can also have to versions of themselves and psychic gifts. So speaking about the intention um, coming from the heart center and then speaking it into existence, creating your reality. You know, I mean, listen, I ask a lot of stuff to my guides. I don't get everything that I ask, but I ask a lot of stuff. I ask for a lot of help. I ask for a lot of things. If you don't ask, you're not going to get. So it's really important to know how important it is to, to, you know, to actually ask them. We all have our own ascension team, which is going through their own lessons and experiences. And part of those is helping us. So they're just waiting for us to say, hey, guys, can you please come and help me and assist me? And the reason I say to speak through the third chakra is because, again, you are anchoring a vibration of frequency from higher realms into the now. It's here. It's now. I'm calling you in my reality, in my 3D. Please come assist me, help me. So on a practical level, that's something that um, you can you can do to call them in. Working with the elements, um, you know, working with fire. If you want to call on the spirit of crystals, call on the spirit of crystals. If you want to call, um, you know, as I said, on the four elements, the trees. I mean, you can really call anything. Everything is consciousness. Everything is 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 part of source consciousness. So it, everything has its own individual um, consciousness in itself as well. So you can it can come and assist you to help you. So whatever whatever you want to call on, it all exists. You want to call on your dragons, call on your dragons. You want to call on the fairies, call on the fairies. It's it's all it's just the mind that limits. You know, once you start accessing and tapping into it, you kind of like see what an expansive world it is and you start to understand and see in a way that is non-linear, which is outside, you know, of the programmed 
mind construct that we get brought up to believe in. Um, so yeah, so it's really an infinite realm of possibilities out there of guides and assistance that you can call on. Wow. Great stuff there. And it sounds like um, to verbally say it is the is the best week or something. You know, they don't they don't want to get past that part of them that is growing up in a world that has repressed all of the magic in the world, right? So they, they have a very difficult time to speak it unless they've been trained in, you know, witchery or warlock or something because it's not something that's naturally in the environment, not in school systems, not at your work. You know, they're not going to tell you, hey, speak it into the universe. You know, they're not going to tell you that at a cubicle job, right? So, you know, we don't have this type of natural, normal environment like this, which, you know, probably in the past, in many cultures, they had a lot of this going on. They taught their children. They had communities. They had campfires where they would sing to the spirits, right? So we had this type of stuff where we really tried to, uh, uh, you know, conjure up the spirit side of things and really communicate with them in this world. And as you ask for your helpers, it's there. So it's there for your, your taking. It's there for you. It's you. It's for you, right? The universe is there to help you. And a lot of times, what do we do? We say, oh, man, why did it do this? Why did, why do you do this? Why do you torture me? You know? <laughs> so that's what most people talk about when they uh, have a moment with the universe that doesn't work out too well. They actually curse at the universe <laughs> instead of actually calling upon your helpers and stuff like that. So great stuff there. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Jen. Yeah, just a couple things on that. Absolutely. With the sound element. I mean, everything is sound and a thought is sound. So you always have sound waves going on. But there is a lot of power and a lot of um, creativity involved with expressing it sound-wise, like voicing it out. I mean, even the cosmic human design system will show you that all the intelligences, all the motors of energy, all the awarenesses, all express through the throat. Sit out. Not only the cosmos is hearing you or some being is hearing you, you're hearing you. Your body is hearing you. Your body already begins to listen and attune itself to what it is you're saying what you're feeling like in what you're saying too so you can you know manipulate or you know kind of use words but not really feel it so when you get yourself in these moments cause yourself to feel it and to believe what it is you're saying and the more that you feel it and you believe it and you stay there the more power it has and it you you see things change on the outside but first it's the inside it's the inside to out. And I just want to quickly say, I'll tell you, I love the, the, the non-interference part because I say this a lot too, and it's a, it's a great reference because they need to be recognized and asked because if we don't do those things, we, don't, we let people have their free will. We don't rape energetically. So the, the beings or however you want to view the cosmos, if it's a pure source and if it's coming from holistic consciousness, it's wanting to serve Purely, just like you all out, out there do. You want to help people. But it knows, I'm not here to tell them or do it for them or show the way. They need to ask. So think about that in your personal relationships as we ascend to the 5D. Where am I saving? Where do I have expectations? Where do I want to prove? Where do I want to argue and fight and manipulate and make this being change? You're raping energy. You don't need to do that. You live in your image, and this is lastly, this is why the cosmic human design system is so uh, important, is it can help us in the quantum mechanics of when to insert or when not to. When is the right time to express or higher invisible beings is a great reference to then take down to the earth, 
and say, all right, what about the people and situations in my life? Where am I doing this? And maybe I can pause and stop and allow it by natural design and live my light and my image and then approach as it is intuitive and as it feels right and as you understand your cosmic human design, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, great stuff there. And um, yeah, when we talk about um, the idea of when to you know, get involved with a situation or when to back off a situation. That's very difficult for us because we're so used to like putting our opinion out there or helping people that don't need, don't even want to be helped, right? We're, we're trying to help them along and they, and they just, and you're like, why aren't they listening to me? So we get frustrated because we're not watching the universe, watching the energy, seeing when we should assert ourselves and seeing when we're not, you know, we need to be drained. And you might be around people or situations, places that when after you leave there, you feel exhausted. Well, listen to yourself, listen to your body, because it's probably telling you something, right? That there's something there that's negative, that may be an energy vampire, that type of thing. Uh, that, that environment just doesn't work for you. Um, or you need to learn something first before you go into that environment, right? You have to skill up, level up a little bit before you go into that situation so you're not draining yourself. Uh, we're going to get to Jaren's manifestation moment. And then after that, I want to talk about aliens a little bit. I want to talk about Pleiadians and all different types of things and, and what's going on out there and what, what people um, have in their minds of what it is or what you guys want to tell us it is. Uh, so looking forward to that conversation. So we'll be right back after Jaren's manifestation moment. For today's manifestation moment, let's all close our eyes and turn inward. Let's take the attention off of the visible world, the senses of the external, and turn in. And for a moment, feel into some true insight. Let's ask ourselves the question, who am I? So all you out there, who are you? Who am I? Structure in that name that may come to you. You may search for answers, thoughts. You might even identify, well, I'm this being on this dimension or all these other things. And that's not, that's not the absolute purity of the truth of your source. Who you are comes from love, comes from light and uniqueness. And you are an eternal forever infinite, inevitably, have been, will be again, your picture true God self. Ye are gods, 369, everyone here. We are not God, we are all gods, goddesses. 
Even the male-female thing is an identity that is only relative. So let's remember this at times in our lives to go inward, remember who we really are, get into the excitement of that, the adventure of that, the urge to create an experience from that, and move into the second step, which is who am I becoming? Who are you becoming? The next step and phase of your evolution of your ascension, sure. Let's just say, see where you may need or it would be of benefit to put a little more attention and time and energy into the direction of becoming that. Inward. What is requiring water, light, Love, learning, remembering, and also maybe what is inhibiting that? Where am I most not being who I really perhaps? be numb, or play a role just to get by, fit in. So who we are becoming as we transform all of our gifts, all of our talents, all of our virtues, is an eternal process. We want to be that everywhere. We don't want to be that only at certain times, in certain situations. So where do we need to move to assist that? Or where do we need to step away from? Or perhaps who we are becoming is determining the third, which is what are you manifesting? Ask yourself, what am I manifesting? What are your dreams? Certain passions, certain projects may jump to you. Yes, right? The potential is there. But you want to actualize it through becoming that and through giving attention, time, resource towards that overworking and not inwardly radiating. What do I need to transform within myself? Where do I need to say no to my own ego or to the ego in another to really move in the direction 
towards what I'm manifesting, which of course is the wonderful experience of the yin and yang, and then the fulfillment of living fully expressed in your mirror. But it comes first from who you are becoming and from the vertical of prayer, intention, manifestation, transformation. And my homework that comes to me is where can we all set aside some committed time to go inward, to become neutral, if anything, for a little bit of time, and then to start to feel and direct where our next destiny is, the destination that we will one point arrive to with the more time, energy, willingness we give it, inside to out. And of course, welcome all the cosmos to assist you. Okay, thank you, Mr. Kenyon. Uh, everybody out there in the audience, just ask me how, or tell me how the sound's doing now. Um, I'm trying to help out the sound. I don't know what's if it's the systems out there or it's our own here and there echoes and different th things. So strange stuff there. But all right, a nice little internal moment with Jer in there. That was a lot of fun. Now let's get into some alien talk. Uh, Victoria, have you ever seen an alien or encountered an alien or anything to do with an alien? Hi, right here. <laughs> uh, well, apparently, Jaren. Um, I think we're all our own special type of aliens <laughs> in our own special sort of way. Um, if we're talking about the aliens that you see in movies, you never know, right? Uh, the things we're told are not always true, and um, the things we see are not always real, um, and vice versa. So, in person, no. Uh, in spirit, maybe. They didn't ever <laughs> beam you up in the spaceship and do experiments on you? Uh, if they did, they did really good at erasing my memory. <laughs> yes, they did the, <laughs> the old pen into the yes, eye. And exactly. You're not, you I, don't, I don't remember no more. <laughs> I'm sure Physically, that, uh, mentally, or spiritually. So. I'm sure that one of the two <laughs> girls here could uh, could go back into your regressions and see where that happened in your life. <laughs> so uh, when we talk about gray, like the grays first, you know, th this this whole thing when the grays, you know, the aliens with the big eyes and the gray body, um, do they exist, number one? And number two, what if people are seeing them what do they do uh why don't we start with uh i'll tell you first i'm gonna do today i'm gonna just explain to you guys my interaction with gray beings um because i've had two polar opposite ones i've had a very positive interaction i've had a very negative interaction mm. obviously there's a lot of different species out there a lot of different beings you cannot say one species is good or bad like you cannot say one human race is good or bad saying all oh, grays were evil would be like saying all oh, asian people are evil and uh, you know what i mean you can't do that you know that it goes down to the individual consciousness of the being itself um having said that obviously there are races that are more prone to service to self compared to others but um then again they're all you know living their own experiences and going through their own lessons so 
I'm part of a hybridization program. Basically, I was taken up when I was about three months old and they took genetic information from me. This is the good experience that I had. Um, and I only had recollection of this further on in my years. And I can feel the wet nappy on myself. And then I turn my head and my mom opens the door and she was just like, how did you get from your cot with bars into the middle of the room because I couldn't have called out I was three months old you know so that was the first time I was like okay something was going on there you know and then I went back in regression and I was told that I was taken up and then in 2018 I had a uh in I was in deep meditation and I had this being come to me which was about like a nine-year-old um hybrid gray being which was my son who was made from my genetic material that was taken from me back when I was three months old so wow. this for me was a very beautiful experience he came to me I saw him he spoke to me telepathically um I cried and I was just okay in in acceptance and an understanding of this um so the reason why they're doing this hybridization program is so that they look more similar to us so that we don't have kind of like that traumatic shock um when we see more of these beings come come down to us and they are more kind of like similar to us in appearance and whatnot so this child that I saw he had his skin was more of a gray tinge he had bigger eyes he had a little bit of black hair but he looked fairly humanoid to an extent he wasn't like scary do you know what I mean so that was kind of like this is kind of like my positive encountering experience that I've had with these beings and then when I was back in 2018, I think it was around September, I had three beings uh, physically come into my room and like prod me. I can't remember if I spoke about this last time I came on on the show with you so. guys. It might have been something that, no, I didn't. Okay. So this was one of my first um, big experiences that then changed my kind of like my um, fears um, to, to be, you know, kind of like abducted and taken. And once that was eradicated from me, now, now I can work from a space where I don't really have any fear because basically when something like that happens to you, it's quite traumatic. So I was, it was about, Three in the morning and I couldn't sleep. I was um in in a, on the bottom floor of this building and um I had a, a window door that was left open. It was a safe complex. It was summer, it was hot, so I left it open. So I couldn't fall asleep. I was struggling to fall asleep. I had gone through a very, very intense, traumatic, and emotional period in my life. So my vibrational frequency was not very high. Like I was not in a good space. Basically, what happened is I fall asleep um after kind of like a bit of struggle um and I have a very active astral space I'm very lucid in my astral space I always know what's going on since I've been like a child my astral space and then I hide under a table so this is in the astral space and all of a sudden I start to feel like physically getting prodded in my lower back so much that I get thrown back into my body I wake up and as I wake up I turn my head to the left and in between there was the the bed was next to the wall so in between the wall and me, there was this gray being looking at me like his face was like maybe 10 centimeters from my face. He was gray, small, big black eyes. It was quite dark. And at the time, I still was short sighted. I hadn't had my surgery yet. So it was almost like blurry the way I could see it. He was wearing like a gray thing with like a round neck and like sleeves like this. Um, so I was like, okay, so this lasted maybe for like two seconds, three seconds. I was physically slammed back into my pillow. Um, and as that happened, I heard kind of like scuttling and moving and kind of like moving out of my room and running away. Um, so it took me like a little bit, three hours to actually get up and go to the toilet and 
kind of like come to my senses and be like, okay, like, you know, what's going on? I knew these things were going on. I didn't think it was going to happen to me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you see it in movies, you read experiences and you don't think, but you know, it happened. So then what I did the next day, I was flying back to South Africa. So this was like, I fell asleep at three and then I looked at the time and then I, at quarter past three was when this happened. So as soon as I got into that kind of like sleep phase and then there was a lot of other things going on. The dogs were going mad and barking outside the window. Like it was a lot of things that were all happening at the same time. So the next day I flew back to South Africa and I did the first thing that any person would do. I said, I looked for a hypnotic regression therapist so I could go in and see what happened. I think I contacted about five or six different people and I said to them, listen, I, I had aliens and can you take me back? And everyone was like, no, I help people to stop smoking and taken back in the quantum realm as my higher self. And as my higher self, I looked and I saw there were three of them. So there was one next to me and two at the foot of the bed. And I addressed them as my higher self. And I said to them, you can't be here. Mm. She told me to command my, my, my presence and to be sovereign and say to them, you can't be here. You need to leave. So then all three of them turned around and looked at me. And I could feel that they were like, oh, my God, how is she accessing the quantum realm? She's not supposed to be able to do this. She can't see us. We need to get out of here. Like, this isn't supposed to be happening. They were almost like scared, like, you know, sort of like she's meant to be asleep in there. So then they kind of they, they left Then they moved out. Um, I drew this many times, actually. And then I was taken back, um, you know, into into the moment and 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 I woke up. And yeah, this was kind of like a very intense encounter that I had. It was very pivotal in my own ascension and when, and my understanding of the experience was that I was meant to have it. Um, they actually, these beings run quite freely in big cities where people are very, very, um, self kind of like service to self that they don't really see them because then when I went back to the city four years later I was actually I could actually see beings um in the tube and in the metro station like kind of like walking around among the people um you know what I mean so I think what was going on is that they were kind of like trying their luck um and then obviously the experience was pre-contracted for me to happen but yeah so so this is my experience that I've had um, with gray beings, I have been in contact. I've channeled Asasani beings twice. So Asasanis I'm familiar with because they are the grays, which have, you know, they're kind of like our evolution. I think it's five, six, seven hundred years from now on the earth plane. So there's quite a few people there. I think Bashar does and how I've encountered and interacted with them. Wow. What a story. Thank you for sharing. And whew, that was intense. Man, I was there. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> uh, Victoria, what, what would you think if you had went through something like that? I mean, that's wow. Yeah, that would be a lot to take on. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that's really neat how uh, she had to. T she took you to that quantum realm, and you were able to look down, and you were able to tell them. It's much like asking for help, right? You you ask the universe for help, but you were able to now get in there and say, "I do not allow you here." This is not where you're allowed. And that's really cool. And you're able to like kind of manipulate that situation by putting your sovereignty into it. That's great stuff there. And uh, something that people should use uh, in situations like that. And uh, we have to do that even in our own physical realm, right? To put boundaries up with people. Um, I agree with uh, what, uh, what Althea said about, you know, the same way that you have you know, good humans or that this into my own words, but good humans, bad humans, good bait good grace, bad grace, and not that bad, just the consciousness behind it and how they are choosing to, to behave. 
And I, I, I know that I have experiences where I've, you know, been taken into spaceships and I, I only remember them through um, activations or like a guided meditation. For example, when I was at speaking at that event, someone took us through, uh, it was a sound healing. During that sound healing, everyone in the room was in that, in the spaceship. So, and it was, it was very, very real. Um, and then we were activating certain things in the spaceship. We needed a man and a woman. So it was me and this other man and we we're activating. So this, those experiences are quite beautiful. Um, and even for me, so I see things quite often that like I'll look outside, there's a cloud that looks like a spaceship. Or tonight I looked outside and there was a light that looked so bright, it looked like a spaceship, but it was the moon behind trees. And before I saw that it was the moon, I remember thinking, I'm not ready, guys. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to see, <laughs> physically see it like yet. Oh, my nervous system is not ready. Yes. And I remember during this event that I spoke at a few weeks ago, I discovered that when I was 16, around 16, I woke, like I would wake up. I'm pretty sure I shared this last time I, I was on the show and I would see people in my bedroom and I would be talking to them and I discovered during a few weeks ago that they were not actually humans they were hybrids so I had hybrids that I am related to that would come and have a conversation and the way that I have uh, communicated with them experienced them has been through yeah, lucid dreaming so I felt like I was I would wake up there was this person there sitting or this um, ET sitting in my hybrid sitting in bed we're having a chat and then I would wake up and I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? So I was accessing other states of consciousness so that I could communicate with them. And that's the way that happens still to date. Um, and my experience, I don't remember having any negative experience. The reason why I say I don't remember, because I believe that they can happen. And I believe that if we have the capacity to remember, uh, we will remember. If we don't, we don't remember. So I find that for me personally, as a young teenager, I had a lot of scary experiences and I saw them as humans and not as humans, as spirits that have passed um, positives, the ones, the ones that I do remember and very, very much so with hybrids as well. And yes, the ability, the same thing, since these things happen, I'm able to, sometimes I'm walking or I'm somewhere that's very busy. There's lots of people. I notice this one human this one person i'm like that's a, that's not a human that's a hybrid wow very interesting and uh uh you know when we talk about you know grays uh that's been probably the biggest thing that i've ever seen uh on tv or in shows or wherever um throughout my childhood into my adulthood is is the gray right and so it, it's a very big one. A lot of things, uh, unsolved mysteries used to have episodes about them. Um, I used to just be fascinated by aliens and stuff and, and, and the whole the whole realm of it. It's so, so interesting. Uh, Jaren, um, you want to unzip your, your human suit and show that you're a gray right now? <laughs> Natural experience and say thanks to Harley that as soon as I started the inward process of the spirit meditation. That's our dog. <laughs> 30 seconds later, she walked up to me and started licking me. Yes, so. sure did. I wanted to reflect that to people. It distracted for a second, but I started to catch on to what she was doing. She was feeling the energy and saying hello. So just throwing that out there and saying that to you to observe your synchronicities and all of life that may be speaking to you based on your energy and your consciousness. But second into this subject, first of all, let's just say alien. When I think of alien, I'm, I start to try to look at it in practical terms as well. Like when you go on vacation to someplace you've never been, 
you are an, an alien to whatever that is that's there. That tree never saw you in relativity. <laughs> that person never met you. And you're in an alien place. It's just new and it's unknown. And it's the same thing with information. So let's just look at that for a second and recognize as migrating beings throughout time and space, we're all alien all the time. Some of us might need to get out of our comfortable karma and be a little bit more of an alien and travel around, <laughs> see around, get some new info, get out of that. So just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, second, and the other synchronicity is uh, I know someone who saw beings uh, Saturday morning at 3 a.m. Uh, East Coast time. So between the 7th and the 8th, you know, till yesterday. And, and uh, it's, it's just interesting, I'll tell you, talking about it because I did this with her last night, you know, saying, hey, uh, why don't you just be neutral, but recognize your space. You got the message. You're going to communicate with, uh, later through the medium of, you know, spirit, rising, setting boundaries, intention. No, don't come in until I'm ready to communicate. And we did kind of the yin and yang of, of both sides to that. So it was just interesting that it happened yesterday. And then it was interesting with your story, Altair, because that's what it made me think of. It's like, don't be in fear. Don't automatically assume good or bad. Listen to your body. Let's not be in fear, but recognize where you're at and that you are not a victim. And so if you do not wish to communicate or experience, that's okay too. And if you do, do it more consciously. And, um, you know, but I think once you experience anything, you cannot go back. So I know all of you out there have your own experiences of paranormal or what you would view as that is way too random. All these types of things that are a part of this awakening to recognize the oneness and all the alien B frequency is um, to determine what kind of thresholds that may be at. Yeah, I had an uh, ex-girlfriend who um, woke up two nights in a row in the middle of the night and had a being standing in her room next to her bed and uh, told me about it. And she's like, no one believes me. I said, I believe you. I said, I, I believe it happened because, uh, you know, things happen like this. And I remember going into her bedroom after that uh, a couple of days later and I was like, yeah, I was like a little, a little afraid to be in there. I was like, don't, don't be bothering <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Don't be bothering me none. Uh, because it is freaky, right? Um, nothing as far as I know happened harmfully, but we are assume like, of course the unknown to us is always scary, right? To some people swimming in a lake is scary or an ocean because they can't see underneath the water. What's, what's have us out there, um, when things happen like this to us and you know, Again, the world is not black and white. It's not good and bad, right? All of these things could be acting in a very nice way or in a very, you know, egoful way. You know, the, the aliens have egos too. Um, do, you, do you think that like the human race as we are now, um, would we be looked at as evil if we're coming to one of their bedrooms, right? <laughs> or one of their places they sleep. What would they think if we came there, right? Because, boy, you know, planet Earth's a pretty scary place for, <laughs> for most. Um, so we talk about, uh, let's talk about Pleiadians first, right? So, uh, Atea, you talk about 
Pleiadian, right? You say you're a Pleiadian rainbow princess, was it? Uh, so that, that is a very big and important part of my memory and of, um, you know, my uh, genetic soul makeup. So for me, I always knew that I had come and seeded from Pleiades. And the reason I knew that is when I was about nine years old, I saw, so this is now back in the 90s with those like big square televisions I saw someone on television this woman saying that she was from Pleiades and all of a sudden something just clicked in my head and I said I'm from there I know like I'm from there too you know and from then onwards I always knew um and then I had this very intense experience back in 2017 I think it was where I had um, one of my biggest activations just before my light language activated where I was taken up and I was put in this kind of like healing pod chamber and um, there were it was almost like there was downloaded back into me and I started remembering um, so my understanding um, of you know Pleiadian beings is that obviously they're also like there are many different different um, types of them and some of them um, are really really here to help and assist us they work a lot through this energy of love through the heart center and everything that has to do with you know the arts the creation the creativity the music the expression mm. you know so through again this heart and soul heart and throat connection that we have and it is also my understanding that they are clearing and dealing with their own lessons and karmic cycles as well so through assisting us in our own uh, evolution ascension and awakening process they are also healing their own time timelines too um so there's a lot of them they've been very active with us for a long time um they generally also reside in fifth dimensional density and up so the reason why people are like oh but try to whatever space you want to be then rather than for them to become dense and come here and kind of like you know appear towards you um so i would say yeah calling on the pleiadians whenever you're working with a um, very heart-centered heart-based energy um creativity again um, would be a really, really good way to to uh, to connect to them. I think um, if you go and look at Barbara Marciniak's teachings, she speaks a lot about, you know, the Pleiadian keys of the living library and their understanding and kind of like how um, how how they help and activate and help us understand through our own blueprint structure and through, you know, they are our ancestors. It's almost like they are our past, present and future because in their realm, there is no time. Um, so, uh, this this version that I have of me, which is this Pleiadian being um, that I work with, she's more kind of like a feminine that I've had with these beings. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Um, yeah, we've we've talked about Pleiadians a lot on the show, and and uh, yeah, great great stuff there, um, and uh, a, a great place to go for assistance, especially in the heart. So that's that's amazing. Uh, Rubia, you talked about uh, not being from Earth and, and uh, you know, what the hell's going on in this place? I want to be back on my planet. <laughs> uh, talk a little bit about the Ar Artanians um, and your experience of how you uh, uh, view the realm of galactic and these, these beings. Mm. It's the Arcturians. I'm sorry. The Arcturians. <laughs> um, so it's interesting to talk about the Pleiades as well, because I've had experiences with them and what I've had experience with a few different beings and I had to set boundaries and say, okay, guys, uh, I found it really interesting that Althea, I would love to share what, because of what she shared. I, I see a, a spiritual chiropractor to work on like the physical body and, but also on an energetic level. 
And I went there because I wanted to fix my posture because I was going a little bit like this. And I've always have been a little bit like that. So when I got there and I sat on the reception and I'm, I was waiting, I instantly saw the Pleiadians and I hadn't seen them for a while because I've been working with the Arcturians for a while. And I instantly saw them and they said, the healing starts now. And then I saw they activated this quantum technology download. It was like a blue heart. It was like a blue heart, blue cosmic heart. And they said, this is the heart that you connect with. And I was like, wow, okay, well, okay, I, I get it. And it was a whole activation and the, the chiropractor was late 30 minutes. So this happened throughout this 30 minutes when a fence mechanism that you have created. Wow. So we are going to do everything that we can to open and expand your heart. I was like, well, funny you say that. I just had a heart activation <laughs> with the Pleiadians outside. Um, and every time I go there now, I I have a, an experience with them. So very much in the heart. Um, yeah, it was such a beautiful activation that I've ever actually shared that. Um, I shared that in the mystery school. And with the Arcturians, they are, I find that they are very direct, straight to the point, And they're like, we're here to help you change. Let's change. Let's do this. And I feel like I have been very, very influenced by them in the last, especially three years where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go and there's no going back. I'm not looking back. And they are incredible. They have been, um, many of the things that Althea said really resonate as well, very much assisting humanity of time. They are ancient, they are ancestors, but they are also like our future self. And um, yes, I, I love connecting with them and bringing through their message. And it's interesting. I say that I don't say that I'm Arcturian because I feel a connection with so many of them. I definitely do, though, say uh, I feel a very galactic, uh, a very galactic essence. Um, and yes, back when I was a child that I started telling my parents that I wasn't from here. Then when my nephew was born, I said, he's not from here either. And yeah, he's doing great work around the world. And I, I remember that my thought process behind that was the things that didn't make on planet Earth was just human behavior as in uh, being mean to each other or the, the negativity, the, the especially growing up in Brazil, uh, affect the people around me as much as it affected me. And I I didn't really ever watch much about any beings on TV, but I, I saw uh, magazines. So I had magazines about extraterrestrial beings. And that's when I was like, wow, this is it. This makes so much sense. And I was 12 years old when I remember that's when I started to tell my parents. Um, and yeah, not surprised at all that I... You know, I'm doing this work nowadays. I try to run away from it for 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 a long time because you know, can you imagine going out in the world saying I channel aliens? And it's been a huge journey. And yeah, connecting with especially the Arcturians and the the Pleiadians, they have been the ones that have been present the most. And I channeled the Pleiadians a little bit for uh, the last three years. They're still there. But yeah, they brought the really interesting. The first message that you guys put at the start, and we won't need food as much. And we are getting a lot more affected by food um, because because we are ascending very fast. So we have to make get get lighter foods into our body. And that's a message that I received from them about two and a half years ago. And I had a lot of resistance. I said, oh, come on, guys. I love food. Don't do this. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, food is a, is a very... Um, 
good feeling, right? It, it releases a lot of great chemicals in the body, and we feel really good when we're, we're full. But uh, yeah, it's it's a transformation, and that's why I teach a lot of intermittent fasting. So we get to used to not having the food in our systems for a while. And allowing mm -hmm. the body to heal itself, to have energy that's not digesting all the time, and to gump up the systems all the time. So, yeah, great stuff. And uh, that's why I put that in there. I thought it was a great message with the, you know, I used to be able to fast for a couple days at a time. And now I'm like, ah, oh, I just want to eat. You know, I just feel feel like I want to eat. So um, there's, it's a, it's a hard uh, pattern to break with that stuff. But I love what you guys said about, about the, uh, the introduction to, to, to all the galactic people out there, the the uh, beings and, and how call upon them and, and your experiences with them. It's amazing stuff there. Um, we're going to go a little bit into overtime. I hope you guys can stick with us. Um, so um, we're going to get into the Greg Schumacher experience and then uh, we're going to come back and we're going to have some more amazing conversations. So here we go. The Greg Schumacher hey everybody. This week we're doing something a little different. We're going away from the movies because I got an important topic I want to talk about. We had uh, a, a Rise TV episode and it was on pyramids and it, we have uncovered much, much more. Many people have uncovered much, much more that doesn't make sense to any of those stories. So last, uh, last episode we had uh, Charlie uh, Zeiss and Lisa Richards on and Charlie talked about um, researchers who would, or are looking into alternative history. They are actually changing the way we look at history and view history. And one of the most important things is Tartaria, right? And all of this mud flood theory, all of these buildings out there that are amazing looking. Uh, but let's first take a listen to what Charlie said. First off, I want to mention the work of another Russian that has been disparaged in the U.S., and that's uh, a gentleman named Anatoly Fomenko. He's a, now, it's disparaged heavily by Wikipedia, which means it's got to be right, in my view, but <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole separate topic. But he has proven scientifically that our, that our chronology is fake. So, as you can see, we have many people out there really pushing the envelope of what we have lived through, where we have been, what has really happened, because there's so much evidence out there. In my own hometown of Albany, New York, there are all kinds of old buildings that have amazing architecture, that have antennas on them, that have uh, these pyramids on the top of the rooftops, they are obviously uh, these sound healing centers out this very fact. Proof that churches and cathedrals were originally built as healing centers through somatic and resonant frequencies and not places of worship. Now, first of all, we don't know most of the original owners and architects of these incredible structures. So why would they build such massive, intricate structures for simply just a place of worship? And when we analyze the windows of these cathedrals, we can see that it matches certain cymatics and resonant frequencies. 
Now, even modern science knows that 111 hertz frequency kills cancer cells. And our ancient ancestors used sound and frequencies for healing for a long time. The Oracle Chamber in Malta is proof of this. Now, the design in most of these cathedrals is so that people can actually lay down. Clearly, this would not be the best design for people to all gather together and listen to one person at the front. This is why there was no pews or chairs. They were added after. Even we know the best design to listen to one person speak in front of a large audience. Now we know 432 hertz frequency is a healing frequency and these incredible so Now most of these cathedrals and churches were built back in the Tartarian days. I believe that there is always more than meets the eye. Peace and love. All right, this gets me charged up, right? This is amazing stuff here. We're talking about the history of humanity and the things that have been hidden from us. Now, think about, you know, we look at these huge buildings, these churches, these uh, government buildings, oh, they've all been taken over by these like other entities and they actually proclaim them their own, right? That, that they somehow built them or something, right? But these are amazing technologies and I see those windows in the front of churches all around Albany. I see these gigantic, uh, huge uh, peaks and these antennas on top organ or being inside of some kind of musical instrument right and it was the sound healing technology that was used in these buildings it was free energy using these buildings it was these old bells that churches used to have you remember these old bells these huge old bells and bang bang they would ring every hour uh and and alert everybody what time it was but at the same time it was giving off this amazing frequency so all of these things that have been hidden from us, you know, you think about our lives right now, right? Bombarded by toxins everywhere. You know, we, we've learned throughout our, the show, we've learned throughout our own research, you know, our own research is so important nowadays and we have it at the tip of our fingers with our phones and our computers. We're able to research these things, find amazing sources and know that this is what we're talking about when we're talking about uh, Tartania. And um, it's not just in Russia, it's all over the world and it's in my own hometown. So amazing stuff here. But you know, we think about, you know, you know we're, we're bombarded by toxins. We're bombarded by our, our, our food being uh, poisoned and, and just all kinds of chemicals in there. There's not a lot of natural in our food anymore. It's sprayed, all that kind of stuff. Our water is obviously, if it's out of the tap, it's not a good good source. If it's even out of a bottle, it's not a good source. You gotta really, really look at where your sources are for real good quality water. And then we're looking at you know, the environment, the air, the, 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 the rivers, the oceans, um, you know, and our phones, our Wi-Fi property to see where they wanna build a house because it is great energy for you. They don't want to build it on a, a juju place, right? The, the, the energy isn't so good. So all of these factors, but you see that they, right? They, we, we always talk about they, are, are the powers to be. Whoever they may be, we may not even know. We may have a clue who they are. Uh, but the powers to be are obviously attacking us to keep us sickly. Right, and it is to make money, of course. We've, we've gone through that with the pharmaceutical industries, so on and so forth. But the big picture of it all is 
why did they hide this energy buildings, these sound frequencies? What is it about them that can empower humanity? And to lose that knowledge, right? But, but the, the physical, right? We're always talking about, you know, belief systems, right? And it's hard to believe something unless we physically see it, physically are in it. It's there. I've seen it physically in front of me. I have been in some of these places and I see it inside as well. And if you really observe, it's amazing, amazing architecture. Things that we probably can't even build right now with the technology we have. So pretty interesting stuff here. And the thing that I really question is why doesn't the general public wake up to this? Well, they are bombarded with toxins. Their third eye, their pineal gland, is not really that active. So when that is calcified, this, and that's where questions really start coming out. And remember that when there is a question, there is no dumb question, there is no stupid question because some of the greatest innovation, the greatest inventions, and the greatest ideas came from a stupid question. All right, everybody, this was Rise Studio G bringing you the Greg Schumacher experience. All right, a little visit into the past and the buildings that actually sit in my own hometown, those amazing churches, those huge, gigantic castles that sit in the middle of town that make no sense. Interesting, interesting stuff. And we talked about a lot of it on last week's show with the pyramid people. And, um, you know, when we talk about galactic, right, Earth becoming galactic, uh, uh, things becoming futuristic, future technologies, um, do you see that kind of stuff? The free energy, the, when are we getting flying cars? A any idea of any of this stuff? Do you get any of these messages? Uh, uh, what, what's up? You Victoria? mentioned flying cars. Somebody actually just told me uh, the other day that they just approved one. They just and approved one? They, they, just, <laughs> wow. they just approved one. And obviously it has to go through a whole process. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, how's that gonna work? Like people on the road can't even drive, right? How are you gonna allow people to fly cars? <laughs> well, it's gotta be, <laughs> it better be governed really well. <laughs> yeah, so he said it, it is gonna be uh, governed very well. Uh, that you're actually gonna have to take flying courses and stuff in order to yeah. do, to, I don't know how well, to we'll, pull that off. I'm but. sure that'll all be figured out. But uh, yeah. yeah, but pretty interesting stuff here. Um, uh, I'll tell you, you know, when we talk about, you know, uh, the galactic right out there um, and the maybe the future technologies they have compared to us. Um, what do you see anything? Have you have you channeled anything? Have you uh, had any visions of of the type of stuff that we could be living in uh, in this type of Earth? Yeah, so for sure, we're definitely healing um, an, a very old Atlantean karmic timeline with regards to the technology right now. So what's happening is we are going into a phase where we are learning to integrate the technology in a positive way. Um, technology is obviously, as we've seen, part of our evolution and as of our evolutionary process. So it'll be counterproductive to the middle of nowhere. They're not necessarily per se harming, but they're maintaining the frequency of the Earth as 
as to what it is now, which is also okay. It's part of their role. Um, for me, what I've also channeled and seen is that there are going to be some med beds coming. I mean, I think some of them are already here um, and those will help and assist. I firmly believe that in our generation and moving forward, we're going to live until maybe 120, 150 years. Like we're going to see it in our lifetime, the 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 lifespan expand and people being able to live longer. Um, I do think that there will probably be some kind of um, uh, economic and wealth redistribution and restructuring, hopefully, you know, like free water, electricity and things like that. This all kind of like in our um, in generation, maybe in the next 10 years or so. It's very, very difficult to pinpoint timelines because mm. they are consistently shifting. I mean, up there, sure. And that what I'm, when I'm, what I'm, what I'm sure of is that we are healing a lot of this, um, Atlantean karma and moving into a space where we integrate the technology in a way that is organic and, you know, into positively polarized earth so that it doesn't affect us ne negatively. There is no kind of like the fall of Atlantis. And I mean, for me, I lived it more. More than once so um on a personal level i can really really feel this shift and this is also like why a lot of people out there now are like almost scared of the technology but in my own experience as well, I've seen it even just on things like social media shifting, like so much, many more of these energy workers and light workers are able to spread their light, even in the last year or so. Um, a lot of these people are coming out and they're able to, you know, connect and intertwine and, and, and mingle and share, like even us meeting here today. Do you know what I mean? This is thanks to technology. So like everything, it's a tool. The internet was actually originally designed to like kind of divide us and not you know kind of give them the power but we kind of took it over with these kind of shows and bringing people together like the family of light and having these amazing audiences watching this stuff um, is really starting to awaken humanity and bringing them down to the ascension path so i think it's worked to our advantage in a lot of ways so uh rubia your thoughts on any of this stuff here and what what you may have known um, so I've actually experienced like a, at the time I explained as like a new earth experience. So I was in a deep meditation process. It was a, a meditation retreat. And when I went, I went so deep that I started to have visions and I, I, um, I was actually experiencing this parallel reality where all of this, it's already happening. Also very connected to each other and things that we don't necessarily talk about, like, you know, like that we haven't normalized. It's very normalized there. So death, physical death of the physical body. And there's like, um, there's rituals for everything. We are so connected and we have also this connection to technology, a very, very powerful technology. And it's like what Althea said, it's the way that we choose to, to, uh, to behave around it and to use it. And it was a very deep um, experience where I could see that we were also co-creating because we had ascended to a level where our bodies, it's like a lighter body. We were co-creating with other beings. So it wasn't just us. We were co-creating with the Pleiades, the Arcturus. There were other beings from other realms. And we had these big domes, you know, and um, where, you know, healings happened. And it, it, it was just so, if that earth exists, why am I here? I want to go there. How can I transport myself there? And yeah, I was questioning that for a couple of months and I was like, okay, I can see why. And with my most recent experience as well, it was a very deep experience once again in the meditative process where I 
I became one with everything and, you know, the nothingness and the all that is. And I, I truly experienced a lot. And I thought, wow, I can see why there is an ascension process, why we are not waking up in this new earth, this 5D reality tomorrow, because literally this physical vessel and the nervous system of this physical vessel can it's cannot um, cannot handle it like that. So it's so important that we are actually respecting our physical vessel, our 3D and 4D density. So we don't really need all the leaders and people, all the rules and people telling us what to do uh, because we have that individual integrity that all these rules aren't necessary. Um, so it is who are we becoming right now and on an individual level, it really is dictating how fast, how fast we actually get to be experiencing that reality, you know, this, this really advanced reality. And I, there is the one where we abuse technology and where we are not um, doing it from integrity or, you know, what are actually, or we are abusing also because of the addiction, you know, because it's so being created in a way that we can addicted to it as well. So we have to be so disciplined, especially with like social media and time that we spend on phones, that we can actually go to the other side of the spectrum where when you first ask the question, I just had this vision. I saw something going like this. And what I was being shown is that we are ascending and connecting higher to technologies and things that are being, uh, that we have been given access to like quantum technology downloads, but we are also going grounding all the way back into mother earth. So the importance of doing the doing, doing both simultaneously. Wow, great visual, and it's just like the the old tree, right? The the roots have to be very strong and wide in order for that mm -hmm. top to grow very strong and wide. So uh, we have to do both, and um, yeah, it's a great advice there. And uh, pay attention, everybody, to you know what's taking over your life. Where's your attention all the time, and uh, and how do you ground yourself, and uh, you know all that kind of stuff. Uh, just a quick moment. Yes, uh, could, go ahead. Yeah, just uh, first of all, so. You know, your body is evolving and this is happening. And at the same time, we can quote, speed it up, <laughs> make ch choices and changes. And so it's not just going to happen to you, it's relative to what you're prepared for in it. And many of us are aware that this isn't just a fantasy thing. This is a reality thing. Although it's not in a second, you know, a few years, a few decades is nothing in the grand scope of things. That's how quickly we are moving and our bodies are definitely preparing for that. And so I feel like we sh should all feel very blessed and appreciative to have these amazing technology of an organic body that we have that, you know, going back to the Pleiadian conversation and everything else, it's like, it, that is like the best of the best of so many different areas for this experience. It's challenging. But you have the elements of it, and even when you look at the, the system of it itself with the 64-bit technology, there's your 64-bit cosmic human design in I Ching, which I'll just finish with, going to the Pleiadian thing. We've said this before, um, but recommend again to, to watch that 26-minute Pleiadian message by Barbara Marciniak, which comes from the Bringers of the Dawn book. You'll notice the family of light up there talked about, this is one of the reasons we represent it, saying it's, it's us, it's not something else, but that will inspire you. It gives a great, still to this day, overall view of why we're here, what's going on, but especially with the evolving DNA. 
and the codes they show. So I'm sitting here as lowly Jaren, just a Jaren, saying, hey, here's a Pleiadian message for you. You have it now. Your cosmic human design and the cosmic, the oracle of the cosmic way and using true time and true wording, there is a map of science that gives you an exact replica of yourself that you can begin to explore. So every time I watch that video, not only is it number one to me, I feel it every time, that, that call. And every time I hear the word Pleiadian, I know it's a major essence of me. It's a major part. But also, no, wait a minute, they're showing back 10, 20, 30 years ago, and they keep showing these evolving DNA and all this other stuff, and I'm just here to let you know you have access to that now. We're on the beginning of it. Some of us are just getting going on it, but you will see it 10, 20 years from now being probably the most advanced, important um, system of self-discovery that is on the planet. It's your interface. It's your spirit to mind, body, emotions, and the whole interface of your field that you now have access to that thankfully, due to this ascension, has finally arrived. So... There's my Pleiadian message. Yes, and the Pleiadian message is on our Rumble channel. I know every time we get to the climax of the show, the sunshine news, and then after that, we're going to close out, uh, and, and we're going to do a little light language, uh, so it'll be a lot of fun. So, All right, so Victoria, are you ready for your sunshine news? The question is, are you ready? <laughs> I guess yeah, that is the question. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Twelve, twelve, our time plants we are in our 190th day of the year and we only have 175 days left 28th sunday 28th week 19th day of summer and 76 days left until the fall national calendar day guys we have national dimple day if you have those nice cute little dimples uh july 9th we admire those who have the adorable natural indentations known as dimples there's dimple day wow i, I guess so there's a day for everything it blows my mind dimples are often associated with cute babies and good looking adults only 20 to 30 percent of the entire world population has dimples although most people possesses two dimples a rare few produce only one when smiling mm. national sugar cookie day yeah mm. Maybe we'll get some of those for you later, Greg. Wow. <laughs> uh, holiday favor here. <laughs> today in history, 68 years ago today, Bill Haley and his comments went to number one on the U.S. single chart with Rock Around the Clock. Bill the first Haley rock and, and roll recording one, two, to hit the top billboards, pop charts, staying at number one for eight weeks in topping charts in the U.K. too. It became one of the biggest selling singles of its time. Yes, I remember this song for sure. I wasn't born when this was. Don't uh, think that. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I wasn't born in this time either, but I knew these songs. You know, we have parents that grew up in these times. Their songs were so simple back then, but they were good. They were catchy. They were catchy, great beats. I mean, and they had, you know, cute dances. Oh, look at the cute dance. A whole living room. One dancing on a table, couches, I <laughs> Mom mean. Mom and Dad would be very mad. Okay. Yeah. You may look at the picture that Greg is going to put up. 
and see a caring granddaughter comforting her beloved grandfather as he lies in a weakened state in a hospital bed. The truth is that this woman, when you're ready, oh, it's taking a sweet there's, time. There's there you go. more. Oh, yeah. I got well, it. Well, I need the picture up. Yeah. The truth is that this woman is a police officer, and she met Bob only two years ago while she was on duty. Lawrenceville police officer Dina Walker, Polly's life, was changed forever when she was dispatched to a local pawn shop where staff were unsure how to help him. Life has not been kind to Bob. He's been on his own since he was a child and has no known family. He was homeless most of his life, and stroke eventually left him nonverbal. His life is a series of sad stories strung together. She was horrified when she saw Bob's living condition. She may have been dispatched that day by police radio, but we have no doubt she was really sent by God. She immediately addressed Bob's deplorable living condition and taught him basic skills such as throwing garbage in the trash can rather, uh, the trash can rather than on the floor. She ensured he had food to eat and routinely cleaned his small apartment. She eventually saw and received a power of attorney for Bob's medical care. He's been in the hospital since May, and today was an important day for Bob and Dina. Officer Polly made the difficult decision to begin hospice care for Bob. So she held his hand and told him many times that she loved him. It's quite possible she's the first person to ever utter those words to this poor man. This photo, despite the true nature of law enforcement officers, we are drawn to this profession because we care. We care so deeply that it hurts sometimes. Still a man embodies what it means to be a police officer. Stories like this happen every day, but because they don't fit a certain narrative, no one hears about it. Yeah, beautiful. I think with the constant negativity going around with police officers, a lot more of these stories need to be shared. And inspiring stories. This one was pretty cool. A uh, 77-year-old woman gets married Hang on one second. To herself. To herself? To herself. Say, what? <laughs> what? Yes, After a lifelong of spending joy and being there for others, Dorothy Fidelli celebrated herself in an emotional ceremony at her retirement home. When Dorothy, also known as Dottie, reminds me of a league of their own, I love it, uh, walked down the aisle, she celebrated her love for someone who has been there for her ceremony surrounded by neighbors, friends, and family. I said, you know what? I've done everything. Why not? I'm going to marry myself. The property manager of the retirement home to perform was to perform the ceremony. I came in here. I told Rob. I said, Rob, you're going to marry me. He said, you're what? <laughs> as soon as Fidelli explained what she wanted to do, he jumped at the chance to honor a woman who has always brought so much joy to other people. She is very, she's a very incredible woman, and she is full of life. She's always thought of others. Fidelis' daughter, Donna uh, Pennington, also loved the idea of throwing her mother a solo wedding. She goes on, Mom, yeah, let's do it. I'll go get your dress, and I'll get you everything. Her daughter did all the cooking and decorating the community room for the retirement home with balloons, arch, and other special touches. Fideli, very short wedding. They just went to the um, Hall of... What do you call it? I don't even know. I'm, having, I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, they pretty much went to City Hall and got married uh, with her husband, and she never had, like, a great ceremony, so she wanted to have that for herself in the end. Um, 
trying to skip a lot of this because it's very long. But another thing to know about this woman is that she didn't know how to read. And, uh, you know, a lot of people made fun of her. And she taught herself how to read later on in life. And she said, um, I learned the Bible through song and singing. But now she understands it as a story since she taught herself how to read. After a lifelong devote devotion to others, Fideli is focusing on cherishing herself and pursuing her own what I want to do. That's so funny. And uh, it reminds me of uh, Jerry Seinfeld, the Seinfeld show, yeah. when he started dating a girl and he realized it was just like him. And he said, I've been, I know what I've been looking for all my life myself because <laughs> I've swept myself off my feet. <laughs> <laughs> this right. is what this lady did. Yes, yes, pretty much. <laughs> Absolutely. And in the end, keep your face always towards the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. And that is your Sunshine News. We're here to close out the show with our amazing guest here, the galactic superheroes <laughs> over here. So we thank you for all of your great information um, and all the things that you're doing out there as coaches and uh, speakers and all kinds of things you're doing. Uh, if you guys uh, out there in the audience want to go visit their sites, they're all in the Rumble description below. Um, and, you know, want to work with them as coaches or go take their courses or whatever they're doing. Remember that Ruby has got a huge August coming. So we're waiting for that um, and all that stuff. So we're really looking forward to all this stuff. So thank you for joining us. We're going to actually end the show with a light language uh, thing. But before that, well, let's just say our goodbyes here. Um, you know, Rubia, thank you for joining us. Um, I hope you enjoyed Rise TV once again and, and being uh, matched up here. We added, uh, we have similar and different stories simultaneously and you know it's just been beautiful to to bounce to bounce back with you all thank you so much for having me yes absolutely and uh you know when, when it comes to you know galactic stuff it, some people really are into it and really understand it and there's some people out there that they're just getting introduced to it and it's just wonderful to have a show like this that we can kind of introduce it but also go a little deeper into things um for those out there who who already know a lot of different things like that. So um, amazing stuff here. Um, Just want to say, Rubia, thank you for being on with us at, let's see, 2.23 a.m. for you now? Yeah. You want to go another hour? <laughs> Oh, my God. She's like, no, I want to go sleep. <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm super awake. Oh, okay. my, cat, my cat's not happy. She's being so naughty. Um, she's like, Mom, it's bedtime. So that I can have a, a restful sleep at night. Makes yes. sense. Not like a baby, training a baby, right? Yes. And uh, Altea, thank you so much for uh, coming on with us once again and, and uh, doing this Galactic Super Show and, uh, and giving you giving us those amazing stories and stuff like that. So uh, I hope you enjoyed Rise TV once again. Thank you so much for having me. And Rubia, it was lovely to meet you and connect with you too. Always 
so much beautiful information. I'm also like, I'm also buzzing, like super awake <laughs> from all the energy and the exchange um, and everything. And it's it's always a pleasure and yeah, very honored and grateful to have shared the time and space with each and every one of you. Excellent stuff. And uh, any final words, Jaren, for uh, our guest here? Oh, of course. Love you. <laughs> Love you both coming on. Appreciate it. And uh, and uh, so let me know when you, you know, need something and we'll be out there and you can take us on a tour. <laughs> yeah, when's those portals coming that we can just step in and go right there in like, you know, five seconds. <laughs> we need those. Um, and uh, Victoria, any final words for our guests? Um, just happy Sunday. Thank you for sticking through the show, uh, despite the fact it went over. You guys are awesome. We love and appreciate your support. And thank you so much uh, to the both of you for joining us once again on our show. Love your energy. Yeah, true authentic people here. And, um, you know, please go visit their sites and uh, follow them on Instagram and on different places that you can find them. Um, and uh, go visit their their uh, their schools and their courses and their coaching. And it's amazing stuff. You know, you can learn a lot from a coach. I know I've learned from many coaches in my lifetime. Um, they, we're going to have um, Altia do this light language thing. And we're going to just exit the show after she's done. So that's what we're going to do right now. So please go right ahead. The stage is yours. Okay, so you can start by closing your eyes and anchoring into the body as you find a comfortable breathing rhythm. With every inhale, you breathe in light. With every exhale, you release all that no longer serves you. And as we call on the Archangelic Collective, Michael to the south, Uriel to the north, Raphael to the east, Gabriel to the west, we call on Archangel Metatron with this blue cloak of protection from above and Sangophon to seal the grid from below. So we call on our higher selves or spirit guides, anyone else who wishes to be present for the greatest and highest good, you're welcome in the spirits. Opening, 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 opening systems, opening, 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 opening structures, anchoring, 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 more light, more light, divine rays coming in, anchoring, 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 attuning, 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 attuning to more light, divine rays, anchoring, 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 Clean peripheral, clean, releasing, 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 letting go, 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 clean, releasing, 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 calling in more light, divine rays, anchoring, 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 Activating, 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 activating structures, calling in more light, divine rays, anchoring, 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 attuning, 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 expanding, expanding, expanding blueprint. Codes of knowledge coming in, anchoring, anchoring, anchoring. 
anchoring cords of understanding, self-love, self-trust, anchoring, 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 anchoring into heart, expanding, expanding, expanding structures, tuning, 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 let go, let it go, 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 now, let it go, let it go, let it go. Taraisha ratikiar rono to kumrasira sata, tratriatikiroa, re, 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 raya, triakiro, kuroaya, ishirateta, krasiro, tukura, isirata, krieta, stepping into divine understanding of self, kiro, ro, 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 divine union, connection with source, connecting, 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 Okay, I'm working on the cranial structure now. Letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go, overthinking, limiting, connect, 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 a higher version of self, anchoring, 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 silver cord, tuning, 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 bringing in more light, divine rays, it's going to assist with the higher self connection, clarity, clarity, clarity of mind, clarity of art, clarity in communication, Okay, calling in the element of fire to cleanse, clear, release, release, rebirthing, rebirthing, rebirthing structures, rebirthing through cells, accelerating, accelerating, accelerating cell regeneration, clearing toxins, clearing, releasing, 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 extracting, extracting, ロラレアリアナラナラナリアイシャタカタケタクリアトレアテオクマヤイシェラヤタタインタインタインタインニエノコナラシカロクムレテケラロロロロロロライアイシェラタクラシュシュシュタケロトコラナランニエライシェラタ